Hello, it's Pastor Barry from Sun Creek United Methodist Church in Allen, Texas. So glad that you have joined me for this week's Ask the Pastor. I'm going to look at uh, three questions this week. One, about the difference of Judas betraying Jesus and Peter denying him. Uh, what they did after Judas was out of the picture. And then talk a little bit about the legacy, immediate legacy, that Jesus left behind after his death. Well, the first question was asked to me by uh, one of my young friends here at the church, and it was a great question. They said, well, if Peter denied Jesus and didn't stand up for him and didn't help him, uh, he betrayed Jesus just like Judas did. What was the difference? I thought that was a very perceptive question. It showed that they had been reading and paying close attention to the story. I think that the difference is, and I shared this with my young friend, the difference is that Peter hung around to hear the end of the story, and Judas didn't. Some accounts tell us that Judas was overcome with remorse. He went back to the temple and threw the 30 pieces of silver down and went out and hung himself. He took his own life. That's the saddest part of the Judas story. Judas, because he committed suicide, did not live to see the resurrected Jesus. Judas didn't have the opportunity to be forgiven by Jesus the way Peter was. And that's the real difference. Peter hung around with all of his faults and problems and failures and embarrassments at how he had treated Jesus and act toward Jesus in those last days and last hours. He heard the end of the story. That is why suicide is always a uh, permanent solution to a temporary problem. How different things would have been if Judas would have stayed around to see the power of God's love that was offered to even him. That's what we believe, isn't it? That all are forgiven in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's a lesson for us today. I also had the question of what happened after Judas is out of the picture. They only have 11 apostles. They had to have 12. Well, the disciples felt the same way too. 12 was an important number representing the 12 tribes of Israel, a very symbolic in Jesus' religion as a Jewish man, and important to showing the continuation of what God was doing uh, working salvation in the world before Jesus and continuing after Jesus. And so the apostles met together and they prayed and they considered others who had been with Jesus uh, as they had and who were filled with the Holy Spirit, who were a deeply spiritual, committed follower of Jesus. And then they did something that the Bible mentions from time to time. They cast lots. Um, don't know exactly what that was. They rolled the dice or they drew straws or they did something. But they trusted in this way of discerning what God wanted. And that choice fell on Matthias. And so Matthias became the 12th apostle. The last question was about Jesus' life and immediate legacy upon his death. You know, it's hard for us to believe this far on the other side of the cross and the empty tomb 
that Jesus spent his entire ministry uh, never going further than 30 miles from where he started. He chose those first disciples. Out of the group, he chose the 12 that were called the apostles. He was followed by crowds of various sizes, some huge, thousands upon thousands, which he fed miraculously. But after three years, when it was all said and done, only the women were there for him at the end. And at the upper room, 50 days later, at the Feast of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit comes, there were 120 people gathered, Luke tells us in the beginning of the book of Acts. Three years, 30 miles, and 120 people. But look what that has become. This day there are a billion people who claim the name of Christ around the world. At this moment, that doesn't mean all the billions that have gone before us and all, as we are faithful, that will come after us. It makes a difference how we live our life and it makes a difference that we realize the influence we have on the lives of those around us. Jesus gave himself for the world. And all these years later, 2,000-something years later, people still are responding. And people are still following him. We stand in a great line and we celebrate a great risen Lord. I hope to see you online in worship or in person this Sunday as we begin our new series, uh, Big God, Big Vision, Big Dreams. Come worship with us. Bye.